Ladies and gentlemen, okay. welcome to another episode of The Breaks Radio. I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and I'm joined. Uh, we're missing the first lady, Miss Mary Almonte, but she may be joining us a little bit later. So first up, we got Mr. Bailey the Great in the building. Yo, 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 yo. We also I got, got the rare wine. candy. <laughs> yeah. We also got the rare wine connoisseur, a.k.a. the hip-hop historian, Marquis. Candy's dandy. <laughs> so... <laughs> We got a show plan for you guys. First off, we had technical issues last week. Started with me losing power because for some reason, the where I live, every time the it's a it's a we always know if the if the wind's blowing too hard and it's a thunderstorm, we're gonna lose power. I didn't expect to lose it for that long. We were without power for about eleven hours, bro. Uh, Shit was trash. It never rains in Southern California. Trash. Uh, mm-hmm. but we're back this week. Uh, first topic we got up this week. Welcome to the Breaks Radio. T.I. has announced that his retirement and his final album, Miss Mary Almonte, is in the building. What's going on, man? Hey, guys. <laughs> so first up, T.I. has announced his final album. It's called Kill the King. Uh, and it's so funny because the first like, single or video that was released from this, he actually had sound clips of the woman who's accusing him of, like, it. It's a master troll job, first of all. But what do you guys think about amongst all the controversy, T.I. announcing his retirement? Do you think that, that has anything to do with it? What do you guys think? Uh, Mary, I'll come to you first since you just got here. Go ahead. Um, I don't know. I don't believe that he's retiring. So, I mean, maybe he thinks he's retiring, but I don't think this is going to be it for him. He's way too young to be retiring. I think he has more in the tank. So... I don't know. I think this could be like another Jay-Z retirement. Mm, mm, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. But I'm not here for the trolling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As it's, a resident woman on this panel. <laughs> that I mean, it's a hell of a troll job, but it is it, it is cringy because it, it's like you don't... I But I... It's just bad taste. It's a bad taste. I, I don't know what I can say. Like, I can understand it from the point of if you are being falsely accused of something, you wanting to troll it, but then at the same time, me not being in the situation, you never want to make fun of somebody who is is claiming that they're a victim, whether it's been proven true or not. But it's just a it's a fucked up situation to be in. Marquis, what do you think? Um, dope title for an album. I mean, album might be dope. I don't know. How much does he have to talk about? Unless he's going to talk about this. Um, I will give him credit when he does uh, speak on behalf or for black people. Um, I'm interested to hear... The album, I guess because it is his last, because I probably wouldn't pay that much attention to it because of the last few albums, but I'm here for it. Yeah, poor taste. You could have went in a whole different direction. You're acting, you're not acting your age. And, you know, that's, 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 that's disrespectful. Just address it, move on, drop an album. You don't need any more promo than that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Baylor? Uh, yo, the, the male ego is a hell of a drug. You know what I mean? So... Am I surprised that he did it? Heck no. I mean, you got to sell a fight, right? You got to sell a fight. Um, do I think this is his last album? I do. Personally, I don't want to. I don't want to hear an encyclopedia Ti. I don't. But I think I think he has. I think he's more interested in his his character outside of the booth. More to, more so inside of the booth, and then like 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 Marquis say, like I always say, what what you gonna talk about? 
What's he gonna talk about? And how many big words can you find? Or I mean, he invents them. So it, I mean, I'm sure he has a plethora. Now I, I, I will Ooh, say this. I, well I, I, I will say, um, just like always, I'm interested to see what them features gonna look like. I'm interested to see who's gonna be producing some of those tracks. Um, but it's not like, I mean, it's not like I, when I say I'm not looking for Ti, I'm not, I'm not disrespecting or trying to diss him. It's just that uh, I ain't heard from him in a while. And if you're, if he means retiring, meaning like that's gonna be his last album, I agree. He's probably out of here. But if he's still gonna do some features, I still think he 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 might do that. He might pop up on a couple of tracks here and there. Let Khaled come out with another album. He'll be on that. <laughs> Please don't let Khaled come out with another album. Oh, Please, bro, come don't. on now. You know Khaled's coming out with an album every summer. Like it's just hey, Khaled, Khaled, Khaled. Man, they ain't been the best in a while. Khaled having sad or ever, but you know that's the story for another day. Uh, moving on, the baby has said said that he is the best rapper, and that other rappers are too afraid to work with him. And on top of that, Damn. he has moved up his his features, going from what was it? Uh, where is it? Five thousand a verse to three hundred thousand a verse for the baby feature what do you guys think about his statement that he's the best right now and do you think that asking price is too high too low or just right for a verse from the baby uh bail i'll come to you first no i think the ask the the price i'm i'm with that because if you believe in your craft that much then they can start charging cats this is coming from a person that makes shirts and hoodies and stuff you if you think your quality is that good then go ahead but nah, I don't think niggas are scared to rap with you though. <laughs> I don't know where he got that one from. Um, I don't know. I haven't heard from him in a while either. Matter of fact, I haven't seen him since he was dancing on top of a cop car. So I don't know. I mean, he's charging three hundred thousand verse. You know. I know. Nah, I never said. I ne- I never said that. I never said that he was that good to be charging cash three hundred k. But I, 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 if you haven't heard from him in a while, that's probably why. Yeah, but from what I've heard thus far, nigga, you ain't you not a charge a three hundred k type of nigga or whatever. But hey, if he feel that strongly in his crap, then I shit, I roll with it. All right, Mary. Um, you know, I want to say I think it's a fair statement to say that he's the best right now, though. I mean, I don't know about the prices because I don't know what the going rate really is for talented rappers to do features. But um, yeah. I think he's the nastiest rapper in the game right now. Mm. I will stand by that. Even even, even after the album J. Cole dropped? What's the definition? (laughs) Who's the the competition? rapper? Yeah. Uh, Lyrics? He's got it. I mean, that says a lot. That says a lot about about the competition. From the first time I heard him, I was like, yo, he's bringing actual rapping back. (laughs) At a time when everybody's doing the little singy-songy thing. Of this new generation, like talk about his freshman, his class that he's in with. Who is better right now? Like I'm Marquis. Like you're you're surprised. So I wouldn't know what class. I wouldn't know what class he's a part of. That's a fair. So then y'all are old. (laughs) No, I'm I'm saying there's so many many artists out here. I don't know what class he's a part of. I don't know where he starts or or ends. He's not in the J Cole Kendricks. No. Well, no, we know that. We know that, but I'm... Yeah, so is he in the... No, no, I'm talking about about Eric. I'm talking about the same... That 
They, they're like a decade apart. No, I mean, but, I, but as far as far as class and skills, he's nowhere near them. I'm talking about it's just strictly his class. I don't right, care that's about what I'm power. talking about. But I mean, that doesn't make him the best right now because in a world where J. Cole is still dropping music, Kendrick's still dropping music, hell, like... Like, I, I don't think that he can be named the best while they're still active. Hell, even Drake and I what he's still he's able to I think he's the best of his generation. He's the best of his graduating class. That's what I would say. I don't remember who was in his freshman class. I'll have to look it up real quick. So Let's do it. Travis, I got Travis, Travis Scott. Scott would be in that. Be in I that, prefer the baby to Travis Scott. And I also don't think that he's in the same class as him either. So Jack Harlow would be later on, though, right? Mm, Jack Harlow might be. They're in the same. No, Jack they Harlow, could be on Jack the varsity Harlow was team a year, year after. Right. Was a year but, after. So the baby was in the, the 2019 freshman class. And who was in the class with them? Tierra Wack, Rico Nasty, Megan Thee Stallion, Blueface, the baby, Gunna, YBN Corday, Roddy Witch, and YK or. or Orises or Cyruses, whatever, and then a okay. bunch, a bunch of little people whose name is not anything right now. Yeah, so yeah, it's 19, four, 2019. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's the best out of all them, honestly. He is better than Roddy Rich. I guess. Oh, I think so. I would say that he's he's bigger than Roddy Rich for sure. But as far as pure artistry, I I I got I got Tierra Whack and Roddy Rich above the baby personally. But that's just me. And him and Megan are like. They're like two sides of the same core. Well, that nigga, in order no. for him to be the best, he gotta he gotta rap over some different beat patterns. That and that, I guess that's what it is for me too. Is like the, once you hear the baby song, like his flow, very rarely does it change. I, I would, I'm not gonna say it never changes because he does mix it up from time to time, and it's refreshing when he does. But it's, I don't know, the baby's music. You, Mary, you, you, me, and you, we were on this podcast when and Baylor when when the baby was having his rise. We all loved the baby. To start with, but now at this point, it, it's kind of stale to me. But I know, it, I know that's just a me thing because he still sells like crazy. So is he around the same little baby that, that around there too? I think little baby was a little before, before him, him yeah. but also little baby is a totally different style than the baby. But little baby about, is better than the baby skill too. Skill level, yeah. I don't like little baby, so I used to not like little baby. Little baby's growth in the last year and a half has been fucking phenomenal. I I don't like neither one of them niggas, but I do know little baby is is is, when you listen to what he says, that nigga. He's nice, but I I don't really care for neither one of them niggas. So boogie, boogie, and um, boogie's still in that class too, right? We we just named the class of twenty. I'm just saying boogie's right around there because boogie wasn't. He just wasn't as popular, though. I mean, he wasn't in that freshman class. I don't know what freshman class he was in, if he even made a freshman mm. class. But, um, all right. Well, that's... that's uh, did everybody <laughs> get to go on the baby? I th- I know we just had, like, no, a I, offer. I, I, yeah, I'm... Mm, so you I, think hey, not a chance? Like, he's bugging. I'm saying by him feeling like he's the best out right now. I mean, everybody he should be, feel... Rap is competitive. The f- all right, but do we agree with that is the question? No, no, not at all. No, I don't. Okay. No, but I'm glad that he feels that way. Like, yeah. I, like I want I want uh, rappers to feel that way. Like, I, I want that. That competitive spirit, that is something that should be had. Um, now, as far as, like, as far as the him him getting 300,000 or verse, listen, it's not what you're worth, it's what you can get. If he's getting that consistently... Hats fucking off to him, regardless of how I feel or anybody else feels about it. I feel like he has what has been missing in the game for a minute, and that's swag and confidence. That's true. Like, 
he's that character. He's the the bad guy that we're not going to see again for a minute because we hadn't have one before him for a minute. I love it. I'm here for it. Yeah. But I like the bad guys. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right. He's considered a bad guy. The baby well, absolutely. Of, you got to keep yeah. in mind when he popped he in, he was beating people's asses. Like, right. I, didn't, he, like, I don't know if that makes him a bad guy. He's soft up now. Yeah. Oh no, shooting people makes him a nice guy, I guess. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, his his persona did, was never bad guyish to me, though. Are oh, you serious? I doubt that, bro. It was definitely if it was yeah. if even if you even if you don't want to say bad guy was definitely anti-hero. because this is the same yeah. guy who was in I the consider nigga neither in the, in the middle just... of a performance. That would get off the stage and punch somebody and then go back to perform. Like that is absolutely exactly. like. But are y'all just not thinking about? So all the niggas, all the motherfuckers, no, it doesn't. It does not happen anymore. What? You guys, here's the thing. Y'all are showing your age right now. I don't even want to get into this fight. That should happen all the time back in our day. Think about it. That is not happening. None of them niggas was considered bad guys. Okay. All right. None of the niggas from Wu Tang was considered bad guys. Yes, they were. Oh, bro, you're tripping. If you, the Wu Tang wasn't considered bad guys. <laughs> Come on, bro. Who's calling? Who's calling them bad guys? Who? Yeah, you calling them niggas bad guys? Definitely knew. Yes. <laughs> oh my. Oh my God. <laughs> so what did you consider them to be? <laughs> like they oh were people God. you wanted to have a problem with? Like I don't no. know. That doesn't make you a bad guy. I don't know. I, yes, maybe, it does. I, the definition is off. A lot of people don't want to have a problem with. That don't mean you're a bad guy. I wouldn't want to have a problem with Redman either. No, listen. The baby's a bad guy in the sense where he owns the bad guy persona. Like he's like, I will fuck your ass up, but I'll still hop on this track right now. Like everybody was that. No, they're not in this generation, is what I'm trying to say. Who the fuck else does this? Like these dudes are soft. <laughs> Six nine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see how that. I can see him being the bad guy. That makes more sense to me. And he's a rat, so I don't like. I think that our definitions of bad guys and realness are not the same. I was joking. Oh, it's no, was totally. Uh... That was a joke. I'm sorry. There's no way in the world I consider him a bad guy. I'll leave that alone. All right. <laughs> Oh, Wait, and I, I actually put this two down too, too, too far down on the list, but this is supposed to be in this section, not the music section. Tiana Taylor becomes the first woman to be at the top of Maxim's hot, hot 100 list. What do you guys think about Tiana Taylor, according to Maxim, being the hottest woman in the world? I think it's about time that they named a black woman the hottest woman in the world. It's only take, take it only took them 25 years. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Nobody else wants to touch it. Nobody. Marquis <laughs> looking down. Baylor's like looking up I, into I, 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 I'll co-sign it. I'm glad it's a black woman. Honestly, I'm glad it's a black woman. I, I, yo, but let's be real. And I'm a chick, so I could like this might be weird coming for me. But Tiana Taylor's body has always been goals. Stop yeah, perfect. It. Perfection. No body, yes. Okay. Absolutely. Well, y'all are not giving any credit here. You're just being quiet. So I'm like, I wait. thought it. I just thought I it was a fun that. fact. That, that, that's crazy. Okay. I guess. I'm, I mean, look, I touch her. If that counts for anything. All right. We are just not doing well today. <laughs> well, let's move right on from touching one thing to another. Mayweather, Logan Paul. <laughs> Do you really want to touch <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I almost didn't put this on the list because this fucking travesty to label this a boxing exhibition or anything, they basically just stole everyone's money on this shit. They ain't still mine. They ain't <laughs> mine either. I wasn't paying for this shit. 
I was hey, sleeping, did, so. Did, did you see him sleeping real quick, though? There was only two up? ways that this could go, and this is why I wasn't spending my money on it. Either if this was real, Mayweather would have knocked his ass out in 30 seconds, or they were going to fake this shit, and we were going to get exactly what we did. And that was it going the full time. Like, I knew it was only going to be one of the two. Either way, they wasn't getting my money for this shit. And it just, it's disappointing that they try to pull the wool over people's eyes. Like, I saw so many people, like, you're watching that Mayweather fight? This is not a fucking fight at all. Get that shit out of your head. It's an exhibition. It's not even an exhibition. It wasn't an exhibition. This motherfucker's hugging each other. So Mayweather put on weight for this to fight someone, obviously, much bigger. There was no judges. Um, This was for pure entertainment. I think the question is, how much did he make off of this? Fifty million, I thought I read. Yeah, you made fifty million. Yeah, get your money, black man. Get your money. Fuck it. Right, look, hey, motherfuckers are dumb enough to pay for it. Fuck it. Do it. And I apologize if you paid for. It. I'm not calling you dumb. I'm just saying, basically, if you decided to purchase said fight, and if you were entertained, yay for you. But so wait, wait. I just found out. So there's two of them, the Paul brothers, whatever. Yeah. One's an MMA, right? And this one is a boxer, right? Yeah. So this is the other one is the one that knocked out Nate Robinson. Yeah. Wait, he didn't knock out Nate Robinson? There's no, another guy? It was the other one. Like, oh. It was his brother. Yeah. Oh. Well, this is redemption. How about that? <laughs> Fucking travesty. All right. Let's move in. Let's get into this album. Lloyd Banks decided to drop an album out of fucking nowhere. Whoa. Lloyd Banks, The Course of the Inevitable. Who wants to take this one? Mary, Mary did surprise? you get to listen to this album? I started it. Okay. Okay. Right. Go ahead, Marky. <laughs> Was it by surprise? I kind of thought we knew this was coming. We just forgot. Because you dropped the single. Bro, until you dropped it, like, you dropped, like, what, the week before in the group chat? If I knew before mm-hmm. then, I, it completely wiped away from my memory. Yeah, I think we was waiting on it. And we forgot about it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And then it was, it, I don't even think it was in a lot of people's feeds. Because it was a lot of uh, albums that came out Friday. So, uh, all right, I'll take it. Go ahead, Bailey. Go. You, I no, 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 no. Look, it sounded like he made that in 2007. That's fair. Very fair. This is pure lyrics. This is just pure, let me sharpen my sword. Let me show you I still got it. A couple of listens and you kind of move on. But this shit was dope when I first heard it. Yeah, it's, it's not and much to go back to. I will say it's dope. Like, it's dope to hear him rap, rap, just pure bars. Uh, like, he got that off his chest. This reminds me of his Cold Corner series. I don't know if you guys remember that mixtape series because mm-hmm. the Cold Corner series is one of the best mixtape series, and that was nothing but pure bars. That It felt like a continuation of that rather than an album meant to get mainstream spins. Like, I don't know a single album, I mean, a song off this album that you could probably hear on the radio. It's not just not that, nah. that type of album. But it, that works to me. That's the type of album that Lloyd Banks at this point of his career should be giving us. Nobody's checking for Lloyd Banks to give a single. It doesn't matter. Beamer, Benz, and Bentley was the fucking, one of the biggest singles of that year. That album dropping did nothing. So, like, he doesn't need to chase that. The, the fact of him giving it and just proving that he he still got it, he's still the punchline king, that's what I, that's the lane he should be in right now, I feel, and he delivered that for me. But, but Bailey, seems like seems like you you have a different take. <laughs> Man, it sounds like y'all niggas just said, we just happy to hear that he alive. Not at all. No, I was happy to hear that he still got the ball. He was spit. Yeah. He was spin. The flow okay. was dope. He was spitting some shit. That monotone okay. shit's gone. Like, Yeah, very very yeah. true. Very true. It was refreshing. I was cleaning up. I put it on. I was like, oh, okay. He caught me by surprise. I'm like, and I'm going through the whole album. Y'all not playing that shit again. 
that. I just said when I first heard it, it was refreshing to hear because he was screaming. It was like how he said it was a mixtape. It sounded like a mixtape series. I got it. I got it. I still love my third cousins too, so I ain't tripping. <laughs> Man, sleep on banks, bro. But uh, yeah, I, I, I I give it three and a half straight up. That's a that's three, that's three a fair out of ten. No, out of five. Out of five. Out of five. God, All right. Bro. <laughs> it's, a, it's a straight New York swag album. He again, he went back to his his. He went back in his bag. That track with Benny though, there go. I think anything with Benny on it at this point is just gold. Yeah, Benny. Benny at this point, yeah, he he doesn't miss, especially on the fe- he doesn't miss at all, much less on the feature. Um, it feels like anytime Benny shows up on the track, he comes with the mindset of I'm, whoever I'm I'm rapping on the track with, I'm about to outshine the fuck out of you. This may be a Lloyd Banks track, but when people get done listening to it, it's gonna be a Benny track. Yeah. So, uh, but all right, that's it on the Lloyd Banks album. Let us let us know what you guys feel about it. But uh, Marquee, like absolutely, like rock they do, they truly do. Um. Aaron Jones. I don't know if you guys had a chance to listen to his album. He dropped um, uh, his major debut earlier this year. It's called Child of the State. Dude is from Seattle. <clears throat> Black rocker. He reminds me of like a Hendrix. Uh, um, uh, what's what's the other dude's name? Lenny Kravitz. And you can hear the influence of Kurt Cobain in it. You can hear a little pain in his vocals and everything. Did anybody get a chance to listen to it at all? Because I know I sent it a few times. Maybe I'm not, definitely not listened to it tonight. Okay. The album is dope. Seriously. The album is dope. He has a few songs that are like, you can hear some pain in his heart. And I actually want to reach out to him to interview him. So when we take this, um, I do want to add him to the the social copy. Um, but I do want to reach out to him to see if we can interview him because there's a lot I want to dive into with his album. Some questions I have, especially being a black rocker this day and age out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Even though rock is not, dead but still the fact that he just came out with this album got signed to a major label so someone took a chance on him and the album's dope seriously i I would truly give it four out of five because as a debut album it's not it's more than solid um his tones are great his um his lyrics are actually pretty fucking good um he hits great notes he knows how to carry them it's one of those albums he didn't take a bold step it was like an introduction here i am Mm-hmm. But there is a lot of promise there. Uh, if if he continues on and get the right buzz, I'm pretty sure his next album can be one of those solid, you know, breakthrough albums. This is almost like um, Britney from what's the band? Um, Give me all your love. The oh my god, I don't want to fight no more. Oh, I can't remember the, the name. Uh, it'll come back to me. But she came out in 2016 with her man. Dropped another album in 2018. Then she d- decided to drop her solo album. And again, she had this this great tone, this great sound, beautiful voice. Um, but we don't hear much from her anymore. So again, that's why it feels like that rock is dead. But when there is a black artist who decides to go into this genre and you know make magic out of it, I would I would like it to be recognized. So I will be reaching out to him, uh, see if we can possibly get a, set up an interview with him because shit is dope. Please check hey, it out. His album came out this year. His album came out in March. March or May, yeah. Okay, we at the, we at the uh, we are at the midway point. So by the end of the year, you got our expectations for at least the top five, top ten albums of the year. Alabama Shakes. You said what? I was talking about Alabama. Alabama Shakes from um Britney. I was talking about Alabama Shakes. Oh. Um, rock album or what do you mean? No, no, no. Overall? I'm going overall. You can you can throw everything in there. 
As of right now, we're at the halfway point. This would probably be in my top ten. I got to think about that, but this might be in my top ten of all. All right. Well, right. we got we got another half to go through, so I just wanted to see if it's staying. You know, if it stay up there, we're going to have to bring it well, back you know, in the, in December. You know that X album ain't gonna be there. Yeah, that shit, that shit ain't gonna be in the top thirty. Um, moving on. Um, a, a, in a conversation that we were on the precipice of having one of the best conversations we had on this podcast in a minute, um, we found the secret to life, and unfortunately, we lost the episode. And we talked about Jay Z's appearance on the shop uninterrupted. Um, do you guys have the energy to have this conversation again? Since unfortunately, due to due to a bunch of technical shit, we lost that episode. Mike, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so uh a different side of jay-z that we got to see on this me we had all said like we didn't expect it to be much just because jay-z doesn't open up too often um and i i had specifically said i i i thought it was going to be a fluff piece we talked maybe he was going to be announcing something but it ended up being probably one of the best interviews and candid interviews jay has ever had in his career um what do you got? What did you? What were you guys left with after this interview? What did you think about it? Is this the best episode of the shop so far? Mary, come to you first. Um, I don't know about the best episode of the shop so far. Um, but I definitely felt like, like you said, we saw another. You know, and I wouldn't even say it was another side of Jay Z. Honestly, I feel like whenever he gets personal, you know, this is the hope that we see. Um, I mean, I felt like his story of basically sharing a stage with X and how he elevated his stage game was pretty touching and, you know, timely, um, you know, kind of getting to see him as a father, you know, and as a girl dad definitely was, was dope too. I felt like where the fuck did bad bunny come from? <laughs> I don't know. He didn't really fit in that scene there, but always cool to see him. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it was, it was what I would have expected it to be. It wasn't like a shock for me, but it was cool to see. Okay. Marquis? I thought it was great. Um, I, I mean, it, it made me appreciate Jay where he's at now. And I think Mary and I had this conversation before. It was like, Jay's one of those people you want to kind of have access to because he's so successful. You want to pick his brain, and but he's so distant. You know what I mean? Like you said, he doesn't give interviews often. And if somebody could bring him out, it's someone like LeBron. Um, but I, I did appreciate that he was as open, especially letting you know these are the type of people that I want around me when I when I am open. Um, bringing up the girl dad, um, the story about X, and it was dope how he was like, yeah, I'm lyrically better than you. Um, so I'm expecting, you know, that's why I stopped the music and kept spitting so people can recognize the flow. Um, and also the, the little story he did with his daughter, like peekaboo, like where'd you go? That shit was cute. I, I appreciated that. So I thought it was dope. I loved it. Mm. All right, Baylor. I got I got nothing. All, all I got was a good DMX story and finding out that Bad Bunny was a wrestler. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. I think Elliot Wilson had the best one. Uh, no. <laughs> no. I mean, don't get me wrong, though. I would love to have been in there uh, for that energy because I'm pretty sure they talked about more stuff off the camera than they did on the camera. Absolutely. But I felt like somebody else would probably would have gave us a little bit more content, but shit, I got nothing. I think people were just happy to see Hove on TV. Mm -hmm. That's it. I, I think Hove is the case of like the piece that like we always hear like once you get to the top and hear cautionary tales of the fall down and everything. Jay's the example of once you reach the top, how you find and you find peace once you're there. 
and the the levels that's unlocked after that. Like look at like since Jay Z became a father, and maybe that's what it is too. Like Jay Z wasn't a father in his youth. He wasn't a father at his height of his career. Like he got he got married, had kids. So we're seeing the evolution of him as like a man still at this late stage of his life for some, and it's it's refreshing to see. And it, and I think anytime he opens up, that's why four for four. While I still think that, that should be labeled as a spoken word album because he didn't rap one bar on the single album on the whole album. But that's why four for four was so refreshing because we don't get to see we don't get a introspective look like that on somebody of jo- of of Jay's stature very often this far into into their career. Usually by now. Most people who reach the sites would be a recluse off retired somewhere where they only make an appearance once every couple of years. And so the fact that we still get so much of Jay, it's always going to make it refreshing to see. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, moving on from that, we've been reviewing the shy, uh, which I think is on right now. But uh, what, what do you guys think, think about this season so far? The shy? I think we reviewed episode one. So we're there on episode three or four now. What do you guys think of this season so far? I'm behind. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm exci- I'm excited to catch up. I mean, I actually episode one was a good, you know, I felt like it was a good uh, return after being gone for so long. So let's see what happens. <laughs> I mean, I, no. I'm surprisingly, I think the season still doesn't have what made it special in seasons one and two to me. Like it still feels yeah. like it's missing something. But had we never had season one and two, like had that not happened, this is still a very solid show. And I do like the character development they're doing with a lot of these characters, especially the kids. I like that it feels like they are transitioning those kids to kind of become the focus of the show. And the the, the, the kids that the actors that portray these kids are very solid actors. You don't really like kid actors, but they are they're growing as as actors as well in this show. And I really do think that there's a future of watching them progress and how they navigate um, their lives continue. So I still, yeah, I still think that there's a lot, a lot of story to be told in this show. Baylor, what do you, what about you? Um, I'm behind as well. Uh, and I usually don't, I usually don't go off of other people's reviews, but from what I've been getting that, like they ready to throw it away. I think, cause I think a lot of people are saying that they're struggling ever since they got rid of two key characters in which one had to go and they never really replaced him. Um, but I'm gonna finish it out. I'm still a fan of it. And a lot of, you know, a lot of people inside the clubhouse room were complaining about a certain, a certain scene, uh, in the first episode where they felt like they were, um, not rushing it, but kind of like, I guess it was like extras or something like that. I, I knew, I knew what they were talking about, but I didn't, I didn't find an issue with it. So... I don't know. Is it, I wouldn't even call it mixed reviews at this point. There's just been a lot of bad reviews from the people that I've talked to. But I don't really take their word for it anyway. Yeah, I mean the 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 kid who play who portrays Kevin, I think is really he's a really really good actor. He's doing quite a bit of job. He's doing a lot of heavy lifting this season too. Uh, Marquis, what about you? My stocks are down right now. I took a major hit today, so yeah, let's come out with that. What does yeah. that have to do with the shy, Marky? I don't know. They both disappeared for me. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, there you have it with that. All right, let's move on. Last topic of the day then. Um, and this is one that I just thought would be an interesting conversation because we talk a lot about rap and the culture, but there are several subgenres within rap. And some, well, a lot, they come and go. They have their 
their run and then they kind of disappear. So I wanted to present to you guys. What is your favorite subgenre of hip hop? Who wants to answer this one first? Well, are we going to set the stage for what these subgenres are? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so we can do, uh, as far as subgenres, trap, crunk, uh, drill. Drill. Oh, yeah, definitely drill. You can't forget drill. Mumble rap, um, mafioso rap, gangster rap. Well, I guess it's the same as mafioso rap, but Con- uh, conscious rap. Conscious so rap. Are we, but are yeah. we doing it? Are we doing it outside of the genres that we already listen to? Because you said gangster rap. Like I thought that was just yeah, gangster rap too. But yeah, alternative rap. So the, the yeah, it, so it, it's it's subject. What is your favorite subgenre? So it has to be what you listen to. What is your personal favorite subgenre of rap? I'm gonna go with gangster rap. Okay. Might be tied with conscious rap, <laughs> but and I listen to more that. gangster rap. That's what starts my day. Okay. <laughs> Cup of coffee, die, nigga, die. I'm good to go. Pretty much. <laughs> I would say for me, like, I love some conscious rap, but it's like, especially as I get older, but just because of like the era and the fact that that was like in my young, between 17 to like 23 year old era. Crunk music has this, it's just this special thing to me still to this day. I still listen to it. If I'm on a long drive, like that's like my favorite subgenre of rap because of the era that came with it. Like there, that was like the last time that rap just felt fun. And like you get this random shit of like Nas and Jadakiss on a fucking Little John beat and it's just fucking bananas and, and the energy's there, but the lyricism is still there as well. Like people will remember crunk music is like all just yelling and stuff, but there were some very good like lyricism or messages, I should say, in crunk music as well, but depending on who was rapping. So that's probably my favorite subgenre of hip hop. Crunk messages. Okay. Um <laughs> I had I had a whole totally different thought process because I thought it was outside of the well, I would I would go with gangster rap, but I've been listening to a lot of drill rap like the last couple of I would say the last couple of years actually. So Chief Keef, uh King Von, Dirk. You can hang out with my daughter. Strictly 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 Chicago though. Anything outside of Chicago, I ain't really paying that shit no more. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm? Okay. No doubt. This is why I appreciate dudes like Nas. Like he's that hybrid conscious slash gangster slash lyricism. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mine's probably it would probably as I grew up in gangster, um, which is again KRS One conscious gangster. He was that hybrid MC slash rapper slash. You know what I mean? The boom bop. Um, yeah, an, an alternative. That. Yeah, yeah. So that's I'm stuck in there. It's, there's no one genre. It's because there's so it's 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 so expanded. It's insane. But also the alternative. Like let's be real. Who didn't listen to Lincoln Park? Mm-hmm. That that expansion got a lot of people into rock music. Um, so I, I can't say I have a favorite, but I would put Gangsta Boom Bap, Conscious, and um, Alternative, right up there. Also, Bryson Tiller. I guess that would be considered. Mm-mm. R&B. Considered. That's our... So, um, um, I thought they called it Trap Soul. Trap Soul is the name it's now, but <laughs> I thought it was a genre. It's like melodic rap or something like that. With Chris Brown, um, what's the hey, dude? Um, hey, Chris Brown got bars, though. Listen, I know. He was you don't think so? You don't think so? I'm not falling into the trap. What do you guys think about? I know this is he just played bars on one song. 
He's no, he's been on a couple of few other bars. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, got, I, I, need, I need to start taking. Yeah, he got, he got tracks with Jordan <laughs> Lucas. He spit on bars. like Brown got hey. bars. No, I'm dead yeah. serious. He's one of the best R and B rappers. I'm dead serious. I'm not okay. trying to. Okay. Got, side question before we before we go home, just just for me to throw this out. What do you guys think about Swiss Beat saying that Janet Jackson doesn't have enough songs to do with verses? I'll say. Fuck you, bro. I don't really listen Fuck to people you. no more, man. I, yo, she has three decades of music, of classics. Get the fuck out of here. I'm sorry, Swiss. I hope you hear this. Fuck you, bro. So you my thing is... disrespect Jana like that. I don't know, man. I let people feel how they want feel. She man. has 20 songs put in almost any genre. Minimum. How many people you can put up against her? They're gonna throw that Beyonce. Girl, they, 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 I know. I, I'm a Janet fan, but they say she can't sing. You just said Hey just said Hey just said that Swiss said she doesn't have enough. I don't know what the fuck people be thinking these days. Listen, so I'm I'm just I'm just gonna run through Janet's albums. We're not even gonna talk about the tracks, right? First album, Janet right. Jackson. Second album, Dream Street. Mm-hmm. They didn't do super bad, super good. Uh, Dream Street did two hundred fifty thousand worldwide. Right into control, five times mm. platinum. Mm. Rhythm Nation, six times mm. platinum. Janet, six times platinum. The Velvet Rope, three times platinum. Wow, that was all velvet, all velvet of you, two dope. times platinum. Damita Joe, platinum. 20, Y.O. in 2006, still went platinum. Janet Jackson went platinum in 2006. So you can take, so technically you can take at least three tracks from each of those and you'll get the Velvet Rope damn near plays like a greatest hits album. Like the whole album. Flawless. Yeah. Flawless. And the features were great. Everything. Yeah. Come on now, man. Flawless. I don't, I didn't, I didn't. I don't know what the fuck Swiss Beats was talking about when he said I'm tired of it. Stop selling, stop trying to sell a fight. In a disrespectful way, you don't have to do it that way. You don't. You do have to put her up against somebody like Madonna. Yeah. And let's not forget, Janet Jackson was the first black person publicly to have a fucking nipple ring. And she know how to dance with a chair. <laughs> she do. She do that shit. She do that shit. How dare? How dare you, Swiss Beats? How dare you? Uh, I'm tired of this. Interview you, bro. No, I need to challenge that motherfucker to a duel. That's what needs to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I challenge you to a duel, idiot. Pecan nose motherfucker. Even though I do love the Bad Soul song, I appreciate that, Swizz. But fuck you, disrespecting Jay. What are they like gonna? That. They need to release that remix with J, with J Cole's verse on it. Like the fact that he played Man, this, this shit motherfucker whole shit hostage. Man, listen. I can't believe, like... Who is asshole? <laughs> he said, man, this motherfucker. And J. Cole <laughs> said he was asshole, done yo. doing features and you got him to do a verse on that beat? Why the fuck? That's a crime Maybe against the culture. <laughs> That's a crime against the culture. The original Bad Salt song featured Jadakiss and all their verses were longer. All of them were longer. Yeah, that greater plan, I'm sorry. He made, he made DMX look like he didn't belong on his own song. Uh. All right, that that has been another episode of the Virtual Radio. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and get the fuck up out of here. Any parting words, Mary? You are up first. If not, give them your social media. Um, parting words? No, a bitch is tired. So you can follow me when I'm awake at Miss Mary El Monte on all social platforms, and at Young Urban Moms, and at the Just Spice TV show with a Y. Yes. 
That's it. All right, Baylor. If anybody disrespect Janet Jackson, just walk away. They don't deserve to be around you in life. So just walk away. Just walk away. Don't even say nothing to them. Don't even, <laughs> and if they call, if they call you, don't pick up. Don't talk to them ever again in life. At Baylorism on Twitter. At Baylor the Great on everything else. Don't talk to them no more. <laughs> Marky, I'm the king of Zamunda, uh, king of the summer. Come be my Kardashian, queen of the come up. Ah, uh, to be loved, Shakespearean. Ah, anyway, yeah. Were those bars <laughs> just now? Bars. Oh, those are Jay's bars. I'm sorry. I had to spit Jay's bars because it was relevant right now. Okay. Impenetrable. Don't follow me, please. <laughs> you can follow me at CEO Hayes. More importantly, you can follow us collectively at The Breaks Radio. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, thebreaksradio.gmail.com. If you want to leave us a voicemail, you can do so at 614-547-2039. We had a voicemail that was apparently in there for a week that I didn't check, so I apologize. We'll be playing it on next week's episode. Um, what well, do, you, do you know what it's about? <laughs> Not BlackBerry. Don't invest in BlackBerry. What? Somebody wanted to argue with us about DMX. Oh, boy. With us? Yeah. <laughs> what would, what you would don't we want do? Huh? You don't want that smoke. Oh, if bro. Bro, when I play this voicemail, y'all are going to be pissed. This person so says, make us wait says, for a whole other week. They said, Well, I don't have it loaded up. I have to like do this whole thing to play. All I will say is that they don't believe DMX is a legend. Okay. Right. I don't think they deserve hey. to be played. What's your nationality? I, I mean, they sound like a nigga, but. All right. Do we, do we know this them? This whole thing was racist. <laughs> how does somebody sound like I mean, you know how to sound like a nigga. Come on, nigga, you know, nigga, when come, you on come on, nigga. Come on, bro. Come on. I just want to know: did, did they break that. down? Did they break down the details of why they feel that way? Oh, that shit ain't right. They did. They ain't black. I can't. We can be following at the places that I said. This has been another episode of the Breaks Radio. We out this bitch. We love y'all. Peace. Shit, we damn near answered it without even knowing what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't hear it though. It's like an irrelevant white person has left us a message. (laughs) 